Welcome back to the Multi-Location Marketing Show. Uh, my name is Elliot, and I'm joined here with uh, other fine gentlemen from my team, Kevin Mullet and Matt Nichols. Um, and today we are talking about uh, local web presences and the content that you put on them, um, and how you know what type of content is good content for for uh, locations, and uh, you know how do you how do you kind of scale locally relevant content. Um, you know, what are the attributes that are important to have on every website? And so, yeah, we're going to dig into that. Hopefully you're going to come away with uh, just ideas around how you can make your content more locally relevant. So that way, um, you know, you're improving your SEO, you're being more relevant to the locations you're in, and, and um, local uh, areas that you're serving and ultimately improve conversions as well and, and get more leads. So um, I thought, Matt, we could start out by just kind of, um, yeah, I just want to ask you, like, when you start thinking about a local website and creating a local website, what are, are there kind of like base foundational information that's uh, that you want to have as a part of every single program or or or, or website that you are um, you know deploying? And what that's would that what would that look like? Sure, sure. Well, I mean, what we always try to do, and what, the way I try to think about it is, if I were a local single location business in a market what would my site look like, right? What would I talk about? What would I do? And obviously, if you're from an area and you're talking about it, you know, you're going to be mentioning things in a little bit different way than let's say, you know, I was a cookie cutter website template that was just copied and pasted across, you know, a hundred different local markets um, because you're vested in that community. You know, you're going to be talking about, things, you know, within the context of that community, within the weather of that community, you're going to have visual imagery that, you know, if you're in Colorado, you're going to have mountains. If you're in Miami, you're going to have palm trees, but not vice versa. That would be a problem. So we, for multi-location businesses, we always want to have a goal of making those websites look as, you know, organic and local as we can. And so that's going to include, you know, things like, you know, the most obvious is your NAP or your name, address, and phone number is going to be different. The location address, uh, potentially the team there, it could be the franchise owner, it could be the dealer, it could be a manager at the local store, some of the sales reps. Um, obviously, that's going to be unique. It's going to be talking about the location. Um, maybe if you're in a shopping center or are you in a business park or are you in a high rise, you know, getting to you uh, where you're at. Right. Uh, things that you're doing in the local community. You know, now, obviously, every business isn't going to talk about the same thing. So, you know, where it might be appropriate for your business to talk about local festivals going on. Right. You got to get creative about it, but you want to bring in more things that are important in, in your business, you know, whether it's you're talking, you're writing a blog post and you talk about the local sports team or you talk about, you know, like I said, a festival, a, a shopping center, a landmark, um, you know, whatever. So integrating those things in, Google is actually getting, you know, really smart about some of this stuff with the AI and everything that they're doing. Um, Kevin and I were just talking about this, that there's a new thing that they're doing called entities. So I'm, if you have a recognizable entity, you're talking about, you know, Monument Circle in Indianapolis, or you're talking about the Statue of Liberty, you know, Google is equating that to New York, and it actually makes you look more relevant to that local market. So 
I would say, you know, things that you're, you know, maybe uh, involved in from a sponsorship or a philanthropic standpoint. Um, those are all become really important and, and Google's getting more sophisticated and they're really trying to weed out people that are trying to dupe the system or just copy a website a hundred times and just change the address. So they're getting more and more sophisticated about that. So those are the types of things I think that, that we think about, how do we make it feel organic? How do we, um, you know, both from a content perspective and an imagery perspective so that it really feels like you're, you're part of the community. And I'm yeah, sure I look at like, like foundational, like foundational yeah. stuff. Like, and then it's like, okay, once I have that, which is, you know, I, I create a framework around what's foundational, like those images, different things. And it's kind of like, all right, what with any, each piece of content blog, uh, product page, what am I doing to make all of that even look more local? Yeah. Local, well, certainly, yeah, yeah, certainly like, you know, obviously your name, address and phone number using the target, what we would call a target market in your content, in your title tags, in your meta descriptions, in your, you know, your H1 tags on your site, your body copy. Referencing that is super important, obviously, throughout the site because Google is going to index all that copy in and say, you're doing HVAC services, but you're doing them all talking about them in the Indianapolis market. And so the primary geo area that you're talking about, you want to make sure that that's embedded within all the content that, that you're that you're talking about right and so that's kind of like the foundation right the products and services that you're doing the keywords that you're focused on you know I always think about it as you, you create a page that's kind of a group of keywords that Google um, thinks is that same subject and then you're layering in your geographical stuff right and so that's kind of like step one you know your name address phone number information and then like using those primary geographic terms throughout, right? So that's kind of like your foundation. And then getting more and more creative with it, you know, as you go where you're bringing in things like we talked about landmarks, um, professional sports teams, other things that are in that local market, I would say um, it's kind of the next next level, you know, Kevin. Yeah, let's talk about the next level, Kevin. Like, yeah, you have other, <laughs> I'm curious. Like, <laughs> so I, I tend to think of it in an analogy like a bank. Um, so if you think about a, a bank, the service and offering that they provide, the financial, the saving money, the you know checking account, et cetera, why is it that almost every bank on the planet had a sign out front that had the time and temperature on it? Did that have anything to do with the financial aspect. No, it was a service to that community. And the time and the temperature, well, the temperature anyway, was unique to that community, right? So they were doing something that was value added. They were doing something that provided value to that community that wasn't necessarily, hey, we have these type of checking accounts. All of our other uh, locations nationwide don't necessarily have this. This type of a checking account is specific based off of our legal ability within this state or city or community, and it services the farmers. That's not relevant in New York City. Those are the things that are baseline, uh, as Matt talked about, the offering that is specific to that. So that's a hard baseline. You provide this, that's what you do. The time and the temperature sign 
is above and beyond, but that is unique to your area. The time in New York City is not the same time as the locations in uh, L.A., right? But you're doing it to provide a service. This is why a lot of websites in the early days had event uh, calendars because they were providing a place for people to go where they had an accumulation, even though they weren't an event company, it was one place that they could go to have those events listed. Now, what ended up happening as an aside from that is, is from a search visibility standpoint, Google was able to say, hmm, all of these events are located here. So that means that the entity or the, the, the website that's providing that information must be here. It must be part of that community. So it becomes one of the many, many ranking factors and signals that Google uses to say different team. Yes. Different services or offerings. We don't have we don't have heating in Miami. You know, certainly not in uh, not in the middle of July. Right. Uh, you may have that in upper Michigan. So the offering is is legitimately different. The team is legitimately different. The phone number is legitimately different. Address, et cetera, et cetera. The extra are the things that are outside of what you would normally think of in your business. So that goes right back to what Matt was saying is the directions to and from your location. We're near this. Uh, we're right down the road from this adjacent to this ballpark. We are uh, in this uh, part of the city. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, uh, regions have the Three Rivers area or whatever, all of those type of things, the tri-state, the any of those type of nomenclatures that can be used or physical items that can be used to differentiate. Does yeah. that make sense? And one, like one example that we did, like for one of our clients that's uh, in the home security space, is that we procured a list of like all the emergency contacts in that local community fire, police, you know, emergency. And, and, and you can do that and have a page that these are all like, you know, emergency response, you know, contacts. Well, how many people are going to use that? Like, you know, some might, but you know, it's not like a big draw for the website, but what it does is when you do that across a hundred different local websites, now it feels more organic as part of that community. And Google can connect the dots on that. And then it, it gives you more uniqueness, more local relevance, and it just kind of builds, builds you up so that you um, are perceived as more of a local business, which is really important because that's going to help you rank in that local market and beat out more national type pages, right? So another example, we had, a, we had another client that was a pet-related client. So can you think of right now some things that are unique to your area for pets? Dog parks, right? Veterinarians in the area. Um, places to get supplies. Uh, you know, parks that are friendly for or that are not where you take your pets. All of these things are just those are just a couple of things off the top of my head, just related to the pet industry. So essentially you need to think of your industry and think of things 
that could be of interest to your demographic, your audience that would be interested. But again, even if they're not, is it valuable content? Is it an accumulation of information that some would find valuable that also just happens to pin where you are in, you know, on the planet, right? So that Google can have higher confidence that you are part of this, uh, this marketing area, this region, this uh, DMA. Yeah, I'm just thinking of, I mean, I think we have another client in the real estate space. And so it's like putting stuff on their website about local attractions around that. Like if you're somebody who's either either the, either local or you're looking to be, you know, to find a place because you're moving from somewhere, you, you may not really know what's around there. So that would be an example of how to make, you know, your site look more locally relevant as well. And I mean... Kevin and Matt, you guys know more about just like the technicalities of SEO in, in, in regards to this. But, you know, I'm assuming that if somebody is if, so, if you're if you're answering the person's question or you are you are you are supporting them and educating them through locally relevant content, you know, uh, either educating them or you're just showing them stuff that they wouldn't necessarily thought about. But they're like, oh, wow, like that actually I didn't think about that. And they spend more time on your site. Um you know, I got to imagine that's probably really good for, you know, your SEO and then also, you know, conversions because, you know, obviously the more relevant your answer is to the problem or question that they have or they're trying to solve, yeah, for sure. you know, the higher chance you're going to get somebody to reach out. But. Yeah, an interesting um, statistic that, that we talk about quite a bit is, I mean, we look across all our programs and a lot of, a lot of clients will manage a corporate site and their local um, location sites or, or franchise sites or dealer sites. And we have seen pretty much across the board anywhere from about 20 to 50% higher conversion rate for traffic going to a local site versus a corporate site, right? So if you, and the reason for that is because people like to buy local. They feel like they're more connected. You know, if I look up and I see, hey, there's a, you know, a lawn care service right down the street, and I know I can see the guys and I'm reading and they, they seem like they're part of the community. Like I trust them inherently more than I do some national brand call center site, you know, or, or, or one page on a site of thousands of pages where I just feel more like a number. And so that is a real human thing and people convert and Google knows that, right? So, and as we've talked about many times in this podcast, Google's objective is to serve the searcher and to provide content and information that they want. And if people want local results, that's what Google's going to serve up, right? So that's why when you do a search for plumbers near me or plumbing in Indianapolis or plumbing in Austin, you're going to get uh, a lot of local results of like lo local businesses, right? You're not just getting these massive corporations that have this massive domain authority and their location pages. You will get some of those and, and they deserve to be ranked too, but all things being equal, Google is saying like, you're a local business and you look local and that's what our searchers want and we're gonna show you up at the top. You know, and, and so what we, what we try to do is help companies get that feel. But obviously one of the challenges, right, is that if you're doing that at scale, you really have three options, right? How do you get this content on your site? You can either let the local people do it, 
and, which is an option. Some people do, but you know, in our experience, it's usually an 80, 20 rule, you know, maybe 80% won't do anything. 20% might do something, but you're going to get a mixed bag of results, right? Cause they're not marketers. They're doing other things. They getting them to use a new tool and things is difficult. Um, and so then you're left with, um, you know, doing it centrally at the corporate level. Well, if you can imagine, you know, trying to get a good volume of locally relevant, unique content on these sites, you got hundred locations. I mean, you can need an army of people to do that. So what we've tried to do is build, um, help people solve this problem by building some tech that allows you to build data profiles and get creative and think about local landmarks, local pet parks, you know, depending on your industry and what you're doing, you can kind of pull together some of this information and then have that as information that you can use and insert it into copy. So say you're doing a blog post at the corporate level, you can do things to pull in uniqueness that's relevant to a local market and do things that way, you know, as well as other sources of data. But there's, there's creative ways to do that, you know, uh, however you're approaching it, where you can, you can, you can, try to make that content as locally relevant as you can. And by doing that, you know, you're serving your audience better. You're going to get better conversion rates. And you're also helping yourself with search and, and building that local relevance that's going to help you, you know, be higher up in the rankings across a wide range of keywords in, in those local markets, which drives revenue. So. Yeah, I, I, get, I get excited about this because I get excited about this because I think a lot of times, you know, it's like, I mean, we, we talked to a lot of for franchises, dealer networks. I mean, people are buying in, they're spending money on these, on these solutions to, to, to try to free themselves up for their life. They, you know, they want to, they want to like, at least when it comes to franchises and stuff. And so like the thing that is so unique is that they are local, like being a local, like having a local business gives you a strategic advantage. So if you're not if you're not showing that on a website, then you're missing out on a massive channel for for driving leads for yourself. Like if you like if you were just an online business and you you know you wouldn't have that. You, you there's advantages to doing that if you're just online. But like because you're local and you're a service based business, especially now more than ever, where people are looking for um, for for things locally. Um, I think there's this misnomer that everybody's just you know, buying things off of Amazon, trying to do it themselves. There's still a high degree of local um, intent when people are searching. And so if, 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 if you have a local business and you, you aren't investing in, um, in, in marketing <laughs> from a local level in terms of especially your website, um, let alone digital ads and all these other things that you can do to drive traffic, um, you, you, yeah, again, you're really missing out. So, so we see from our end by, by making uh, content really relevant – by thinking creatively and, and 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 figuring out a way to to, to a process to quickly publish things and on an ongoing basis, um, you know, and take advantage of that local that local feel that you have that's true to you. You can, I mean, you can crush it <laughs> because there's so many people that aren't. There's so many businesses as well that just aren't putting the thought. They're so they're so worried about their business. They're not putting time into thinking. You know, how do I scale this? How do I find more? Um, more ways I can make my content look unique. Um, and so hopefully this episode is helping you start to think about that, getting you excited about um, what's possible for you. And if, 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 if you are a digital marketer that's responsible for, you know, 10, 20, 30, even a hundred locations, you know, um, there are ways of doing that that are, 
that are efficient that, um, you know, we, we talk about in this podcast and we'd be happy to answer more any questions about that too. So, um, any last thoughts, guys, I know it's, uh, this is this is what we're, we're really passionate about this like this is a big part of our own internal process like when we work with people like we're we're we're, we're spending a lot of time thinking about what makes you unique um and so um whether you're doing this for yourself or you're working with somebody it's it's, yeah. it's important yeah i mean yeah, the, any thoughts guys the last thing i really have on it is the goal folks is really to to look like you're local because you are i mean that's that's the end goal the the how you arrive at that, there's a, a myriad of different ways that you could do that. But the goal is to provide value at a local level to the people that you're going to serve because you are local and you deserve to be visible to them at a local level. You know, then we yeah. just got to figure and out. Generally, we got to coin that. We got to yeah. coin that, Kevin. That's a good but one. Generally, Look local because well, you are. <laughs> but, you know, obviously this is the multi-location marketing show. So you know, you're, we're generally talking to people that are local, but they're part of a bigger network, right? So you're part of a, right. you know, you're a dealer for a manufacturer or you are a franchise or you are an agent of a company. And so one of the things that, that those types of individuals running those types of businesses, they are local, but they're also part of a system. So they're looking to the corporate entity for direction, for marketing and sales support, you know, in a lot of ways. And so one of the biggest challenges we see that um, corporate marketers that are multi-location have to deal with is how do I get the best of both worlds? How do I take advantage of the fact that I have locations, but still provide the level of support and marketing assets and things for my locations? And so that's where people get into trouble a lot of times. It's like, you want to do a great job, they won't do it or they don't want to do it or they can't do it. So you're left doing it. And then what do you do? You know, do you just say, well, I can't, you know, most organizations aren't going to sit there and write, uh, you know, 25 pages of content for a hundred locations. I mean, that would just be ludicrous. And in your mind, you're probably thinking, yes, it's ludicrous. I would never do that. And so what do you do? You just end up having a cookie cutter location page or, you know, at best, maybe a WordPress template that you give them and you copy it. And then you say, you guys can customize it if you want. And then they never do. And then you're all duplicate content and there is no you. So, you know, you're kind of in this catch 22. That's, that's kind of why we built market snare because it solves a lot of those things and it allows you to kind of get the best of both worlds where you, you can do that, but you've got to figure out a way to get local content that's locally relevant on those sites because of all the benefits that we've talked about. So um, that's your challenge. And if you can figure out a way to do it, which this is another exciting thing is if you do this, if you do this, especially if you're a franchise, you know, this is very common. We hear this too, where you're a smaller franchise and you're like, how am I ever going to spend enough money to keep up with people? Like I don't have the budget that a national brand has like i don't have millions of dollars to spend on beating beating these companies out with uh digital advertising like you know that's just a super common thing we hear well if you've got a really unique locally relevant website you have a strategic advantage because that's something that everybody struggles with um like <laughs> speaking from experience that's something everyone struggles with so if you can figure out a way to do that you are going to be a lot more successful whether that's figuring out some sort of internal process, 
through your franchisees or your locations or doing that internally totally. or working with somebody totally. um, to, you know, that has the tech to help and you just do making that. It part like, of what you that do is and what you think can, about. If you're thinking about things and yeah. how can I make this locally relevant? How do I be creative about that in all the content you're doing? And, you know, and when you do that, you can take one piece of content and you can tweak it slightly for a hundred markets. And then it's unique and relevant in each of those markets and provides value. So figuring that out is so key to local marketing in general and your overall performance from visibility to conversion to revenue growth. It's, it's, if, you, if you start thinking about it in that way, Google will reward that. You know? And so it doesn't all happen overnight, but as you do that and you build that evidence of content over a period of time, that's what they want to reward. So they're going to figure that out. And as their algorithm changes over time, it will change to your benefit. And so if you're doing those things, you are going to win in the long haul. So do it. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the multi-location marketing show. Thanks for being on guys. And um, hopefully you got some valuable takeaways and we'll see you on the next episode. See y'all. See you. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the Multilocation Marketing Show. If you're a multilocation business wanting to improve your local marketing, visit marketsnare.com forward slash podcast for more content and resources. While you're there, book a call with one of our multilocation specialists where we'll dive into your local marketing challenges and offer recommendations for improvements. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Multilocation Marketing Show.